Welcome to the Teachers Who Quit podcast, the number one podcast for teachers who quit or really want to. And I'm your host, Tierney, your ex-teacher bestie. Enjoy the show. Hello, it's me, your ex-teacher bestie here, and today is a solo episode where I will be reacting to a I Quit Teaching story, helping you plan your next step post-classroom and also sharing how you can get invited to a private Teachers Who Quit community resume and LinkedIn workshop. So first off, I have some uh, very exciting news to share with you, okay? Because we are in BuzzFeed. Like, oh my gosh, crazy. I can't believe that. It's so amazing. I mean, everybody knows about BuzzFeed. And so the title of the article is called Teachers in America Were Already Facing Collapse, COVID Only Made It Worse. And I love that because teaching has always had very high turnover. It's nothing new. The great resignation for teaching is not new. It's been at alarming rates. I've said before on this show, this research shows that teachers leave the profession before they even make it to five years in the work. So we already know that teaching has already had high turnover. COVID did amplify that times a million, though. That is for sure. So I really like the title of that article, and it was just such an honor to be a part of that. And I like sharing my perspective from me being an assistant principal hosting a podcast called Teachers Who Quit and being able to show how this is just another avenue that connects to why I wanted to be a school leader in the first place, which is to be the greatest advocate for teachers. And so by sharing all of these amazing stories on each and every interview that I have with a guest, it's just another opportunity for me to bring about change within education and to make a difference. So... Please go and read that article. I have it linked down below in the show notes and would totally love to hear your thoughts. So let's hop into the juicy story, okay? So this story is called, I Quit Teaching, Now No One Will Hire Me Because of Lack of Experience. So I'm going to go ahead and share that this story was from a thread on Reddit and I'm going to read it. I was a teacher for six years before I quit back in October. The job was hard and exhausting, but rewarding in so many ways. Then COVID came. More specifically, the crazy knee-jerk reactions to COVID came. My job became exponentially harder while students and teachers alike We're getting sick left and right. Not only that, but my wife has a weakened immune system due to an event from her childhood, and I feared bringing something home to her. So I quit. It wasn't an easy decision, nor one I wanted to make, but it had to be done. Now it's January, and I can't get hired. I wouldn't be feeling so downtrodden If I at least were getting a few interviews, but I'm not. I've had two. That's it. 
The first was a phone interview that I thought went well, but I immediately got an email after saying that I'm not the right candidate. The second I went through their whole interview process, I thought I had a real shot there. Then I got a call, not even an email, which I thought was a good sign. Turns out they really liked me and thought I'd be a great fit with the team and were sure that I could do a great job making the transition from teaching into the new job. But they decided to go with someone else in a different experience with different experience in the field. This has been the story of my life for the past few months. Just yesterday, I got this email. Thank you for your interest in this job. We have reviewed your application and we were very impressed with your experience. However, I regret to inform you that we decided to proceed with candidates who better match this position. Because I'm a former teacher, people pass over me in favor of someone who didn't make the mistake of trying to enter a noble profession. I have relevant experience. I was an English teacher and I'm applying to technical writing jobs. I have a firm grasp on the language and know how to manage a team and get results. And I have an intense work ethic, which is necessary when you regularly lose your planning period to cover someone else's class. I'm not even applying for jobs at my education slash experience level. I'm applying for entry-level jobs that are way below what I'm hoping for in terms of salary. Yesterday, I applied to jobs marketed to college students. Not college graduates, college students. I have a master's degree, and I'm willing to scrape by for 20000 less than what I feel like I'm worth for a year if it means getting experience for a higher paying job. But I can't even get that. I don't really know what I'm looking for with this post. Just a chance to vent, I guess. I have savings, but they're not going to last forever. I just wish people would look past the title teacher and see the truly marketable skills I have. Wow. This is a very relatable story, I know, for a lot of what you, listening, may even be going through at this time. So one, I totally understand the need to want to protect your family and do what's best for your family and yourself by wanting to say, hey, I need to step away from the classroom and quit. Totally get that, 100%. And with that, I think that it's value in making sure that we do have some sort of exit plan lined up when we're getting ready to leave the classroom. Now, I understand that when certain things are going on, especially for like mental health purposes or things like that, you can't always follow a plan from A to Z. I'm as type A as they come, you all. Like, I am a very, very, very type A person. And for me, following a plan gives me a sense of security. But I also know that 
flexibility is necessary and also things don't always go as planned majority of the time they don't and teaching definitely taught me that oh my gosh the number of times that my plans have been (laughs) tossed out the window because of lack of proper planning on other people's behalf or what have you but anywho with that too for me as someone who um uses my faith to really drive the decision making that I make in my day to day is very important that I am having this plan but still having an open hand with flexibility on wherever I might be led next and also that I'm leaving an opportunity for me to take risks and step out on faith and so I think that Having a plan is important, but also being able to hold loosely to those plans are important as well. So I'm just saying that if you're in a position where you can plan for an exit, I highly encourage you to do so. And I'm hoping that some of the guest interviews that you've listened to on the podcast have helped you to at least identify where you would like to pivot to next. But in this particular case for this gentleman mentioning how he's feeling a little bit down because he can't find a job I was watching a TikTok the other day of a recruiter and I wanted to get her on the podcast and I'm crossing fingers that we can get her on for season three but something came up where we weren't able to squeeze her in for this season that's totally okay because I hold loosely to my plans right and What I would say in this particular case is from her TikTok, I learned that you need to give yourself about a 90 day window, three months from beginning your search to, hello, I have secured my other position, signed the contract, ready to go. You need to give yourself three months. And I will say that that is very, very true. Um, It reminds me of when I was exiting the classroom. And even though her sharing that was very specific to ed tech and recruitment around that, for me, last year when I knew that I was finishing my final year in the classroom, I had secured my principal certification, I wanted to go into school leadership, I started hitting the ground running in January of that year. I didn't secure, sign the contract, get everything official go through the interview process all of that took until april january february march april you guys so that's even more than a 90 day window okay so that doesn't mean you can't you know have a quicker timeline a shorter one right and it also doesn't mean that your journey could Um, not be longer than the 90-day window but I think you should give yourself a solid 90-day window and so he mentioned that he quit in October and now it's January and he couldn't get hired so a lot of things come to mind when I was reading his story and one thing was yes he's going for this role as a technical writer so to speak he said a technical writing job 
and he previously was an English teacher. I understand that it makes sense in his mind that he would be a natural good fit for that job. But if you can't paint the picture for the person on the other end of whoever's reading your resume or whoever you're talking to on the interview, that you would be the best fit for the job, then unfortunately that job is not going to be yours. And so it's very important that, as talked about in previous episodes, that you are aligning your verbiage to the industry in which you are applying to. When we're applying for opportunities outside of the educational space, and I'm not even going to say education, when we're applying to jobs that are outside of the classroom, because I think about a lot of like ed tech companies, they don't always get it that you know, a former teacher is the best fit for the role. You have to paint that picture even for them, even though they're in the education industry, okay? And a lot of that could be because a lot of them, you know, haven't had former teaching experience themselves, so they just don't have a good grasp of what all teachers do and how fabulous we are. However, you have to still use the verbiage that that industry, that position that you're applying for is looking for. So as you're looking through that job description, it's important to pull out and align your resume to some of that verbiage. When you're meeting with them on the phone interview or the panel interview or the final interview, you have to still incorporate that verbiage that they're looking for and speak their language. You have to speak their language, not the language that you're used to. Again, it may make perfect sense to you that you would be a natural good fit for whatever role you're applying to, but if you're not strategically painting that picture for whoever is reading that resume to even give you the opportunity to interview then you aren't unfortunately going to be able to make much progress and so with that what I would share is to have this person go back through their resume and revise it And then make sure that they are really having a good grasp on what is necessary to be successful in the role they're transitioning to and the language that they can articulate that in so that they can confidently present their value in a way that makes it a no-brainer right hire. So with that, that's the advice that I would give out because you definitely cannot just leave your resume with this teacher jargon on there you really can't y'all you have to spin it you have to finesse it you have to I'm not saying you know put any false information down but you have to finesse it in a way that is going to be well received from the people on the other end who have no idea what all it is that we're capable of doing as teachers okay so I have looked at a couple of resumes because um, I asked some of you who are in my private Teachers Who Quit community to submit your resumes so that I can match you with employers. And as I was looking at some of the resume submissions that came through, it was just stuff like I created lesson plans, I facilitated a PLC, I looked at data and it's missing the result. It's missing what happened as a result of you creating those lesson plans. What happened as a result of you analyzing the data? 
And it's all in teacher jargon and it needed to be translated to whatever role you were applying to. If you're just giving a recap summary of what you did as a teacher, that's not going to get you where you're trying to go. Period. So again, revise your resume. I am not a resume expert by no means, but I have been able to craft resumes that get me interviews all the time and interviews that have led to me receiving offers all the time. So that's the advice that I would give. If you can relate to this story, but at the end, don't give up hope. Do not give up hope. Um, I heard something the other day that was like, I think it might have been from a book called Atomic Habits, maybe, or another book. But anyways, it was saying that you have done something 31 times and then you quit after time 31. But what you didn't know is after the 32nd time, you were going to achieve the goal that you were trying to reach. So do not give up. But remember, insanity is this doing the same thing over and over again, <laughs> expecting different results. So if your resume ain't right, quit quit applying to the jobs without getting this resume in line, baby, because you are not going to be getting any better results, honey. Okay? Just spitting it straight facts. So to anonymous anonymously submit your I quit teaching story go ahead and click the link in the show notes and I would love to anonymously share yours on a future episode remember the teachers who quit podcast exists I created this solely to amplify the voices of teachers who quit and share your stories okay Also, to help you shake off guilt and shame about quitting teaching or even considering it. And third, to show you the opportunities that are out there to help you plan your next step. Okay, so right now, as you are listening to this episode, in our private Teachers Who Quit community group, I am supporting you with your next step transition which is me doing a 30-day job sprint where every single Sunday in this month only inside of our teachers who quit community I am sharing several job opportunities for teachers just like you who are planning to pivot so that's 30 jobs over this month 30 So make sure you access those. Now, if you're listening to this podcast way after it's come out, then the sprint is over. (laughs) However, if you are listening to this podcast on the day it's come out, in the month it's come out, then the 30-day sprint is happening. So let's go ahead and secure that job, okay? So how do you get into the private Teachers Who Quit community? All you need to do is click the link in the show notes, and once you enter your information, then you'll be immediately redirected to the group. Download that app and join in and have a great time. 
But that's not all, okay? Because at the end of the 30-day sprint, you can actually receive an invitation to join a private resume and LinkedIn workshop by rating this podcast, the Teachers Who Quit podcast, on Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts, and leaving a review. So rate and leave a review. Then you need to screenshot that. So don't press submit until you've screenshotted it, then submit it. You're going to take that screenshot And inside of our private Teachers Who Quit community, you're going to share that screenshot in there. And then at the end of the sprint, I will reach out to you to give you your invitation to join the LinkedIn resume workshop. Okay, so to recap everything, go read our feature in BuzzFeed. Secondly, submit your anonymous I Quit Teaching story if you would like to. Third, I want you to join the Teachers Who Quit private community, which is linked down in the show notes for you to access. And then fourth, I want you to leave a review of the Teachers Who Quit podcast, screenshot it, and share it in the Teachers Who Quit community for our invite to our private LinkedIn and resume workshop. Also, reviews are super important because it helps our podcast get pushed out to more and more people in the way that the podcasting algorithm is set up. So it's very, very vital. And I want this podcast to reach as many teachers who are just like you right now. So thank you for helping to do that. Come back next week for our season two finale, where I'm going to share my story about life after teaching one year later since I quit. Thank you for listening to the Teachers Who Quit podcast. Keep listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Subscribe and leave us a review to get a shout out on our socials. And remember to shamelessly choose you.